a spiritual warfare. And the Bible says we do not wage war with flesh and blood. We are not fighting people. It is not your uncle, your aunt, your husband, your wife. It is a spiritual war. But it manifests physically. And the time it has to manifest, it can now manifest through your uncle. It can manifest through your boss. It can manifest through human beings. But we are not fighting human beings. Are you here, somebody? We are not fighting human beings. And in the spirit, there are dimensions of victory. Sometimes things happen in life and we do not even know that actually that means we have victory. We don't even know that the things that have just changed in our lives or the things we are seeing in our life is actually a sign that we have victory. That means spiritually you have conquered. And then physically, it will manifest. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? So if you don't even know that what you are going through, if you don't even know that the things that you are seeing now is victory, you are going to be fighting where you're not supposed to be fighting. You will keep quiet where you're not supposed to keep quiet. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Dimensions of victory or dimensions of winning. Dimensions of victory or dimensions of winning. I'll teach you eight dimensions. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? I said tonight the Lord wants to make you win. Tonight the Lord is giving you victory. Number one dimension. Number one dimension. When you have victory, the first dimension is God makes your enemies to become your friends. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? God makes your enemies to become your friends. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Proverbs 16, verse 7. New King James. The Bible says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Give me good news. When you please the Lord, you can make your enemies into friends. Are we together? When you please the Lord, you can make your enemies into friends. This is a dimension in the spirit. When someone just hates you, from nowhere you actually know that this one does not love me. This one is always against me. Maybe it is your boss in the office that every single time you prepare a report, every good thing, he has an issue. Whatever you do, there is an issue. All of a sudden, you go to the office and he is the one welcoming you. All of a sudden, everything has changed. All of a sudden, they are coming to you. They want to be chatting to you. Has it ever happened in your life? That is a dimension in the spirit. If you are not aware, you might not even know. But that one actually means the Lord has fought for you. Because what was making him angry at you, that was a war. You were in a battle. You might just not know which war you are fighting. You might just not know why is it that he's fighting you. But that tells you that you are at war. All of a sudden, they turn around. You wonder that, ah, ah, this one, what is it? Two minutes, they send you a, a message. After five minutes, they are checking on you. But you know that this one does not love me. 
Why is there just a sudden change? Why is it that all of a sudden they are behaving as if we are very good friends? It is a dimension in the spirit. The Bible says when your ways please the Lord, my God. He makes enemies to be at peace with you. He makes your enemies to become your friends. Are you here, somebody? He makes your enemies to be your friends. Some of you, your family is always against you. All of a sudden now, they will just be calling you. I just wanted to check on you. I just miss you. Don't worry. That is the dimension in the spirit. And that tells you that you have won. That tells you that you have victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. From verse 26 to 31. 26 to 31. The Bible says, Abimelech came from Gera with Ahusath, his advisor, and Philco, the commander of his army, to see Isaac. Let's go. So Isaac asked, why have you now come to see me? When you were so unfriendly to me before and made me leave your country. Why have you come to me? Give me that one in message. At least this one is subtle. Message says, Isaac asks them, why did you come to me? You hate me. You threw me out of your country. Isaac is saying, ah, ah, a delegation. You are coming to see me. The way you hate me. Why? How come? You even chased me out of your nation, you. Why are you coming now? With a delegation. <laughs> the Bible says, when your ways please the Lord, he makes your enemies to become your friends. He makes your enemies to become your friends. Let's go. Let's go. They said, we've realized that God is on your side. We would like to make a deal between us. A covenant. This is a serious matter. We want to make a deal now. We want a covenant. Let's go. That we maintain friendly relations. We haven't bothered you in the past. That was a lie. They had bothered him. They had bothered him. We treated you kindly. That is a lie. And let you live us in peace. That is all a lie. So God's blessing be with you. You know some people they will come. And with the attitude they have shown you. With the hatred they have shown you. They cannot just come and now become friends. They will now start making excuses. But my sister I love you. You know I have only shown you love. And you know that no no no. All you have shown me is hate. My brother, do you know that we all pray for you? And you know they do not. Are you here, somebody? But they need to find a way to penetrate and make you a friend. It means that in the spirit you have conquered. It means that in the spirit you have the victory. That is why all of a sudden people are coming to you to make you friends. I want you to understand this scripture. Go back to verse 19. So you understand what was happening. Verse 19. One day, 
as Isaac's servants were digging in the valley. Give me New King James Version. Also, Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the headsman of Gera quarreled with Isaac's headmen, saying, the water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek because they quarreled with him. Let's go. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth. This is the whole story. He dug a well, they took it. They quarreled. He dug another one, they did the same. And these are the people now that they are going to Isaac. And they are saying, now we need to have a deal. We've been very friendly to you. We treated you kindly. We need to have a covenant. That is to say that already Isaac had the victory. They could see that this one is not a man that we can fight. He has already won this one. Therefore, a wise thing for us to do is to go and be a partner. Is to go and have a, a covenant. Is to go and have an agreement. Are you here, somebody? There is a dimension in the spirit that your enemies become your friends. I said your enemies become your friends. It is a dimension in the spirit. It is a level of victory in the spirit. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? People that hate you, all of a sudden, sometimes you wonder, ah, ah, this one, all the time they were writing very bad things. Now, all of a sudden, they have turned. All of a sudden, they have turned. Ah, she's a woman of God. Really? When, when did things turn like this? When did things turn like this? What happened yesterday? Yesterday you had another thing to say. Today all of a sudden. No, this one is a good woman. No, you are my sister. Really? What was happening all this time? What was happening all this time? That just shows you. When you see things like that happening around you. You should know that I have victory in the spirit. It is a level in the spirit. It is a dimension of victory. All of a sudden, people just want to be with you. All of a sudden, people just want to know what is happening in your life. They want to help you. All the time, you, they knew that you were in trouble. They never wanted to help. But when you get to this dimension, they just want to help you. You don't have to go and say, but I need help. No, help will just be coming. Because they want to create room for a deal, for a covenant with you. Are you here, somebody? Turn with me to Acts chapter 9. The story of Saul. Acts chapter 9, verse 20 to 21. Immediately, he preached the Christ in the synagogues. That he is the son of God. Remember, Saul was killing people for preaching Christ. To be the son of God. But the Bible says. When there was a turnaround, around. Immediately. 
He began to preach. Give me the scripture. He preached the Christ in the synagogues. That he is the son of God. Let's go. Then all who heard were amazed. And said, is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem? And has come here for that purpose? That he might bring them bound to the chief priests? They were saying this one is an enemy. He actually kills people for preaching the name of Jesus. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now he's the one preaching the same name? Are you sure this is the real deal? Are you sure this is not just deception? He wants us to join in so he can arrest all of us? But at this time, they did not know that Jesus had won. Saul was completely converted. Jesus had won. Remember, he was killing people. When they were killing Stephen, he was there. He would go to the synagogues, arresting people. They were even being killed for the name of Jesus. Now, all of a sudden, there is victory. He has changed. He is actually saying the same Christ. He is indeed the son of God. You will see the way Saul, now when he turned to Paul, the way he was explaining Christ, it was as if he was there. He understood Jesus too much. Because now there was victory. So the Bible says, when your ways please the Lord, he makes your enemies to be at peace with you. He turns your enemies into friends. Are you here, somebody? It is a dimension in the spirit. It is a dimension in the spirit. Let's go. Dimension number two. Dimension number two. This one is a very interesting one. In this dimension, you are in a war. Are you here, somebody? You are in a war. A serious warfare. But you win without even fighting. Are you here, somebody? In this dimension, you win without even fighting. And for you to enter this dimension, hear me and hear me very well. This dimension does not just appear to anyone. This dimension only appears when two things happen. It is either you follow a prophetic instruction or number two, you are in worship. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? It is either you have heard a prophetic direction. There is an instruction or you are a worshiper. Are you here, somebody? This is the dimension. The war is there. A very terrible one. The war is happening. And you are not even supposed to fight. Second Chronicles chapter 20 from verse 14. Actually, maybe let me read verse 1 so you understand what's happening. Then we are going to jump to verse 14. Verse 1. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. The Bible says there was a war. There was a battle. There was the people of Moab. There was the people of Ammon and others. They came to fight. Are you here, somebody? 
Are you here, somebody? They came to fight. Let's jump to verse 14. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jahaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. Let's go. And he said, listen, all of you, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, that says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, nor dismayed, because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Another thing of this level, when you are operating from this level, you are not fighting simple fights. You're not even battles. There are dimensions of battles. There are also dimensions. Sometimes it is just one man fighting you. Sometimes it can be the whole army fighting you. In this instant, it was more than two nations. More than three because it says others. Are you here, somebody? Fighting one nation. And the Lord says, you are not going to fight. Don't be afraid. Let's go. Don't be dismayed. Don't be afraid of the multitude. Are you here, somebody? Don't be afraid. Yes, your life is not making sense. Your finances are down. Your marriage is scattered. Your children are just doing what you cannot even understand. Everyone is against you. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Are you here, somebody? Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Don't look at the multitudes. It is not your war. Let's go. Let's go. Tomorrow, Go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the brook. Before the wilderness of Jeruel. Let's go. You will not need to fight in this battle. Number two, right? This he, God is repeating himself. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. For the Lord is with you. For the Lord is with you. When you are operating in this dimension, you need to have discipline. Because the Lord will tell you something that does not make sense. Can you imagine nations are approaching and then someone, a Levite, tells you that this is what the Lord is saying. This is not even your battle. Do not even be afraid. Don't look at the multitudes. You will not even have to fight. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? They will not even need to fight. So how are they going to win if they are not fighting? Because it doesn't mean that when God said you will not need to fight, the enemy stopped. No. They were still advancing. Are you here, somebody? This is a dimension that requires discipline and faith. Discipline and faith. That the enemy is still coming. The enemy is still coming. People are still making noise. You can hear the army coming. But still, you are standing still. Still, you are not afraid. Still. 
you know that this is not our battle. Just position yourself. Are you here, somebody? Let's go. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Let's go. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. And you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Believe. 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 Let's go. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who would sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. I love this one. They were praising the Lord. They were worshiping the Lord. Not with so many lines. All they were saying is praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. The Bible says the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. And they were saying, praise the Lord for his mercies endure forever. That is all they were saying. Are you here, somebody? That is all they were saying. Let's go. Let's go. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord, I love that one. The Lord set ambushes. The Lord not the army, the Lord. The Lord, do you know an ambush? An ambush is, uh, people are coming this direction. Hmm. Can I have people come here? Here, this side. Yes. So this is Moab. This is Moab. This is Ammon. And this is the others. So these ones can even be more. Because remember, these, it's a lot of people, right? So this is an army. They are all advancing. This is another army. They are all advancing. That is an army. They are advancing. And the Lord himself. So just for tonight. Allow me just to be tonight. I will act as the Lord himself. Just for tonight. <laughs> the Bible says. The Bible says. These are armies. They are advancing. I think I need to stand here. So at least there should be an advancement, right? So they are advancing. Come. This army is advancing. The Bible says, no, walk slowly. You will stand still. You will walk slowly. But I will scare you. Understand? I will cause an ambushment. Because an ambush is to catch people unawares. Are you here, somebody? To catch people unawares by surprise. They never expected it. So they are walking. Remember, it is just me. Are you here, somebody? It is just Judah. All of them are different. You see how they are looking even compared to me, right? <laughs> so all of them, they are adversing. So one, this one, we said it is all the others. So come. 
as you are coming, the Bible says, he caused an ambushment. Are you here, somebody? He caused an ambushment. They were so surprised. And the Bible says they began to kill each other. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? There, there is an ambushment. Now they are coming. I also, now this group, come, come, come. This group, you are coming, right? I cause another ambushment. The Bible says, even these ones, there was an ambushment. Now they are so confused. They began to kill each other. Are you here, somebody? They began to kill each other. And all they are doing is praise the Lord for his mercies endure forever. Praise the Lord for his mercies endure forever. The Bible says this ambushment, I have never heard of such a thing. It was too bad to the extent that everyone, all of them, killed each other. There wasn't even one standing. Do you think that is normal? At least there should be one man standing. But the Bible says, all of them finished an ambushment. All of them are done. Are you here, somebody? That one could be poverty. This one could be sickness. This one could be a relationship problem. This one, maybe it is gossip. Are you here, somebody? All of them are enemies in your life. Are you here, somebody? But the Bible says, as they were worshipping the Lord, there was an ambushment. There was an ambushment. You can have your seats. There was an ambushment in the enemy's camp to the extent that they started killing each other. <laughs> Not even one was standing. Not even one was standing. A dimension in the spirit. The Lord said, you will not have to fight. And indeed, they never fought. All they did was to be worshipping the Lord. As praise team is worshipping, as praise team is worshipping, victory was happening. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? They were just saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 57, verse 4 to 6. The Bible says, my soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Let's go. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. Are you here, somebody? The Bible says, I am surrounded by lions. I am surrounded by men who are on fire. They have surrounded me. And then the psalmist just goes into worship. Be exalted. Are you here, somebody? Be exalted, O oh God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. In the midst of being surrounded by lions. And the Bible says, these lions, these men with a tongue as sharp as a, an arrow. The Bible says, let's go to verse 6. They have dug a pit. Are you here, somebody? 
this, the psalmist just worshipped. And they said, they have dug a pit before me. But into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. Are you here, somebody? Give me the Passion Translation. The same scripture. The Passion Translation. From verse 4. From verse 4. I'm surrounded by these fierce and brutal men. They are like lions just wanting to tear me to shreds. Why must I continue to live among these seething terrorists, breathing out their angry threats and insults against me? Lord God, be exalted as you soar throughout the heavens. May your shining glory be seen in the skies. Let it be seen high above all the earth. For they have set a trap for me. Frantic fear has me overwhelmed. But look, the very trap they set for me has sprung shut upon themselves instead of me. Are you here, somebody? The Bible is saying, I am surrounded by fierce people. I am surrounded by brutal enemies. But in the midst of that, be exalted, my Father, in the heavens. My God. How do you react? How do you, you know, this dimension is not for everyone. This dimension is not for everyone. Can you imagine? You are surrounded by fierce, brutal people. And then in the midst of that, you are saying, be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted in heaven. Let your glory be seen. And the Bible says the brutal people have set a trap. But remember, I just exalted my God. They will fall in the trap themselves. The psalmist did not have to fight. All he had to do was to worship the Lord. He said, be exalted in the heavens. Be exalted in the heavens. <laughs> you need to enter a level. You need to get to a dimension. When things are so, so, so bad. Are you hearing me? When things are so bad, that is not a time for you to begin to cry. You begin to worship him. I worship you, my father. Thank you for your love. Thank you, mighty God, for you love me unconditionally. Thank you, King of glory, for your word tells me you will never leave me nor forsake me. I worship you, mighty God, the lion of the tribe of Judah, Kadosh, the Holy One. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? The Holy One of Israel, I worship you. I honor you. I exhort you. Who is man before you? Who is man before you? What is sickness before you, mighty God? You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer. By the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. You are Jehovah Rapha. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. You healed yesterday. You will heal now even the sicknesses that we don't know. When they arise, you will still heal. I worship you, mighty God. Are you here, somebody? I worship you, my maker. The giver of life. I worship you. I honor you, faithful God. You are so faithful, mighty God. You're even surrounded by faithfulness. I worship you. I glorify you. It is you that I need. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? When they, you know, when you do that, the enemies approach even more. 
It's not like you will start worshipping and then the enemy will retreat. No. They will keep coming. But that is their end. 